hours every weekday, covering everything from Torah, Parsha, holidays, and so much more. This is 101.9 High FM, Soul to Soul. 101.9 Chai FM, Chai Chinuch with Rabbi G. We are back as every Monday between 2 to 3 where we discuss everything happening in education around the world in South Africa. How to improve ourselves, how to improve our community, how to make the world a better place and ourselves better people. As promised last week, we're going to have here today in studio Sheila Valentini, who has came out from Cape Town with an amazing uh, um, concept, which has been discussed a lot among the schools here. We're going to have one of her students in here with us in studio, and many more happening later on in the show. I do have to start with a small um, thought to share with you as I was walking up to the studio. It was exactly one year ago. Uh, it was actually the 1st of September when I was interviewing here the Deputy Mayor of Jerusalem regarding education. And we were talking about all those students who actually started the first day of school, which we kind of forget here in South Africa, but really the world is starting another school year. And while we were talking uh, before the show and during the show also, but before the show, he asked me, so when are we going to have you back in, the, uh, in, in Jerusalem working in the education like it was before? And I said, don't worry, next year I'll be back in Jerusalem with all the Jews, with Moshiach, and we will be working together in the city of Jerusalem. Which unfortunately did not happen, and a year's passed. I'm still here in South Africa. We're still discussing education. Well, that's still, I'm happy I'm still discussing education. I'm happy we are doing these amazing things. But there's one little hope that did not come through. And please, God, next 1st of September, I will not interview him. We will be in Jerusalem, all of us, and not have to go through another cycle here, away from our land and our nation. The thought I wanted to share with you and hear your comments about is as following. Somebody, one of the listeners sent me a comment like this. He sent me, it says that right before a baby is born, he, the baby actually goes through the whole Torah completely with an angel. And at the end, right before he's born, the angel hits, slaps him on his lip. He forgets everything and he's out. He tells me, you know, I think educators today, the same thing. You could be the best teacher, best educator, slip once, slap your child once, and you lose him. And I'm not meaning to a physical slap, but you lose your, your student once and you lost him. I'd like to hear your thoughts about that. Do you agree that a teacher could be the best teacher in the world and help and do and teach, but once they slip with the personal relationship with the student, it's lost? Or nothing is never lost, we could still fix it. Please send in your thoughts. 34519 is SMS line. 34519, SMS line only in South Africa. Any place else, you could always send us an email at onair.com or a WhatsApp, 62 That's the WhatsApp line. So anything you want to, on your mind, you want to discuss, education, ideas, questions, thoughts. Can a teacher really be a great teacher but still lose a child? Or once you have your child in connection, your student in connection, you have the relationship, it's stable. You could always call in in any subject, any issue, even if you want to speak to Sheila directly, who we're going to start the interview very shortly. Is The number is 074-654-7335, 074-654-7335. Share with us your thoughts, comments, and we are going to start. As I said last week, th- this week we have uh, a very busy Monday, actually, in the community tonight, uh, many events happening. Uh, regarding, uh, we have a talk about uh, suicidal Thrahatsala, which we may have time to deal with a bit today. We may not. And we have a very special talk happening here. 
Sheila Valentini is the head of a program, an online schooling happening in Cape Town through classes. And we're going to hear more from the details directly from her since I'm not that familiar with all the information. What I am familiar is like this. When I was told that she's coming here, I, since I work with the schools, I just chatted with other principals and other educators in town. And every one of the, not everyone, except for one, every principal told me, yes, we are in touch. We are looking into it. It is something happening. Something very big is happening in the high school education here in Johannesburg. We have to go straight to it. Good afternoon, and thank you so much for being with us, Sheila. Hi. Nice to be here. You came in here from Cape Town today. Or yesterday? Yesterday, thank God for a wedding. <laughs> oh, mazel tov, mazel tov, mazel tov. Okay, good things happen. And you are, what, what's your position? So I'm um, principal of the general studies of in? Cape Town Torah High. Okay, tell us about Cape Town Torah High. So Cape Town Torah High started um, around my dining room table okay. in 2013 with um, about 13 students, boys on one side of the uh, passage and girls on the other side of the passage. Um, okay. And what had happened was that I was homeschooling my own children, really minding my own business, and then a rabbi would uh, express that he would have to leave the town because of his children going into high school and they're not being a from high school for them. And I said, no, 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 don't leave, don't leave, I'll school them. And so we managed to keep them in town. And then another rabbi was going to send his girls away. And I'm like, no, 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 don't send them away, they're too young, I'll school them. And I landed up a So basically you're just complaining keeping everybody in Cape Town. Yes. So uh, my, message, my message today is move, move to, to move Cape, Cape Town. Cape Town. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I think we could end with you. Anybody in Johannesburg, move to Cape Town. That's the <laughs> that's main. It. Yeah, that's what we're going to face. Okay, yeah. so you put them together and you started a program that... So because I was homeschooling, the products that I was using, um, I, I said I, I wouldn't be... The, when the community approached me in Brett Osrin's home, I believe he just won an award. Um, so yes. he asked us to come together and say, you know, let's let's do this for more than your kids. And I um, said, well, I'm, I can only do it this way since I'm not qualified in the South African government um, way. And, and they said, okay, let's do this. And all the kids wanted in on this methodology as well and the parents as well. They were very happy, and so we rolled it out. Um, so it's basically the the program is really just an extension of um, tools that allow children to be able to learn on their own. It's it's not so much online. There are some online subjects, but it's more textbooks and and independent learning would be the better title. So basically, the kids do the kids come at a certain time in the morning to school. Yes, they okay. they come. They daven. Um, the girls. That we, we have different timetables for girls and boys so that the te- we use one complementary staff um, that move between the two venues. Okay. Um, there's, there's, so grade 7, 8, and 9 is one product and grade 10, 11, 12 is another product because 10, 11, 12 is obviously going towards working towards a metric or a qualification. So, it's, so uh, the kids in, let's say, 10, 11, 12, they are learning the same stuff? 10, 11, As and 12. As 10 and then another program for 11 and then 12. Um, so for grade 10, 11, 12, we use the University of Nebraska's high school. Okay. Um, they have over 60 different cho- choices of subjects and some prerequisites. You have to have science, maths, hi- history, government, etc. There are some prerequisites and then there's your loves. Um, okay. So currently we're using them because they are fully accredited by WASC and WASC is... A, is um, Recognized by the South African Higher Educational Board. 
the every every uh, teenager that heard from me about this that it mm-hmm. is coming up because I do work with teenagers and and families and things they all responded the same. Does that mean no Afrikaans? It does. <laughs> it does. It means no Afrikaans. It does. Okay. Yes. Okay. So that's that's however, that is a big. However, however, I have a great love for the language, and it does get one quite far with Yiddish. But having said that, yes, a lot of children would like to. Can drop they it, choose they Yiddish? Can. They can. They can choose Yiddish um, and Hebrew. They can. Um, okay. You can choose any language you like, as long as it's accredited by some, as long as it's an accredited course. So my daughter, for instance, my, my husband being Italian, my daughter wanted to learn Italian. She did it through the Italian school in Cape Town, which is accredited by the Italian government, and she has her credits for a second language. Oh, so it's really almost every language possible you could choose. Yes, as long mm-hmm. as it's accredited. Okay, so and then so they they have a program that goes through uh, that goes online through the Nebraska University. Nebraska University. Nebraska, yes. Nebraska University. Nebraska High School. Okay, and that is acceptable by who? All universities. So they are accredited by WASC, which is okay. the Western Association of Schools and Colleges, which is a worldwide um, accreditation body. Yes, it is accepted worldwide, okay. as well as South Africa. Are they alumni already? Yes, that, they okay. are. And what do they do? Um, so our first boys graduating class was last year, and they graduated with uh, the UNHS um, matric. Okay. Um, there, the one is that there are three in yeshivas, one here and one and two in Israel. Okay. And um, then there's one who has just gone to join. Um, the it's interesting. You sent them to the yeshiva. You open the yeshiva in Cape Town. One step at a time. <laughs> we'll get there, you're saying. Okay, we'll get there. Okay, so so they're overseas in Yeshiva, two of them, and one is three. Okay. Yes, three. And if they want to go towards a degree, and there's one in IDC, and then the one there's my son actually um, is going to be doing mechatronics next year. Um, okay. I'm not sure what the other boys are doing right now. They're loving Yeshiva, so. That's the best, but they do have the skills and the and the most definitely. Uh, All five of our boys studied did the SATs. Um, one actually came in the top one percentile of the world. Oh wow! Um, and well done. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah that results. is that is very very uh, um, um, special to hear. So then, basic. So why is it different than any other school? Um. So for. Uh, for grade 10, 11, 12, we don't have timetables. The children set their own timetables. We, we don't structure content. We structure time. So okay. they get taught how to project. So we tell them, that, so this is the work that you have to get through in this given space of time. And then we, we um, train them in how to best achieve that goal over a set period of time, keeping them to uh, accountable to a bare minimum. Um, they would then work through that work uh, at their own so, for instance, if you want to do the whole day doing maths because you just want to get, your, you want to just figure this this problem out, then you would do that, and then next the next day you would make up in the other subjects what's the time that you took for for maths. So you would structure your day yourself. And does it work? Because many of the kids I see are, um, I don't want to use the firm push off everything they can to the last minute. Uh, by us in the family, we always say don't push off to tomorrow what you could do in two days from now. Hmm. So we, we do how, have how one or two work? of those candidates. So how how does it work for them? We keep them strictly accountable. We have a, te- a teacher, facilitator, mentor in the room with them at all times, keeping them accountable to the dates that they've set and to the time and to the time frames. We do have children that um, take longer over something or are just dragging their feet because they're not terribly interested in this part of it and, and all of that. It happens. 
but uh, but I'm sure a student that goes through has to have a very um, high self-discipline. So they don't come with that self-discipline. We teach the self-discipline. We we enable it. You actually have a program to make it happen. Yes. Yeah. However, we are going to be speaking very shortly to somebody who is doing your program, but does not come to Cape Town. Yeah. She is here in Johannesburg, and I'm sure that she must have her own um, high standards of discipline. Otherwise, it won't work, or you can also help in that. Um, well, when when we met in Cape Town in December, I have the, one of the first... So since you just said so when we met, we are going to say good afternoon, hello, and thank you for being with us, with us Yakira Katz. Hi. Hi. How old are you? I'm 14. You're 14, and how long have you been in this program? Uh, I started at the beginning of the year. So beginning of this year? Yeah. Okay, a few months. Okay, and then I just mentioned to Sheila that I'm sure that if, for a student to go through this program from far alone online i'm sure it takes a lot of um self-discipline is that something that you would recommend for anybody or you think anybody could manage with it i think that what um she, she was saying that um the you taught the self-discipline i do have a lot of self-discipline that that's my nature um i think that any any person anyone could do it because that's what I believe. I think it's a great system. You think it is a great system. So I'm going to go back to Sheila. You said when we first met, that was your sentence that I cut off. Mm -hmm. What happened when you first met? Well, I showed her all the products that she could be studying and choosing from. And for, for instance, in science, where there's not a specific textbook, there's a number of topics that you could do so that at least the science the child chooses, they're interested in. And so that is already a self-motivating. You've already... To choose your own... Choose your own topic within own. the within the subject, and okay. the first thing I did was and uh, confusing. Excuse me. And it could be also confusing. But one guides them. Well, it, one so guides one them doesn't. So well, I do want to go a bit longer. That we do have to take a short ad break, and we will be right back. This is Soul to Soul on 101.9 High FM. 101.9 High FM, High We are back here in studio. I'm sitting with Sheila Valentini and Yakira Katz. Sheila has uh, put together a program in Cape Town for high school uh, teenage boys and girls that can study their Kurdish on board in the in the school class and then in the and then get their matric and their secular through. Um, at Nebraska High School University, which would be high school, not university or university well, it's together. It's the university's high school. The university's high school, okay, that they can do that online. And Yakira Katz does study here in Johannesburg. However, she does go according to Sheila's program. So we were discussing the benefits of going through the online program. And one of the benefits that we were discussing was um, running your own schedule your own time, uh, choosing your subjects, obviously with lots of guidance. And the first question that always comes up is the social life. There are no, I don't know if there are breaks that you say, this is your time from here to here to eat, to play, to run, to, to for all of you to sit in class and be in your WhatsApp or all these great social things that happen today in schools. How does it work, social life? So during school hours, um, grade 7, 8, and 9, we do have breaks for them at set times because their timetable is really based on, on which teachers are available at which times to teach them um, okay. to still be quite hands on with those ages but grade 10, 11, 12 we do have scheduled time uh, scheduled breaks but very often the seniors just plow through something or take a break at any given time of the day when they feel they need to take a break from what they've been doing so it's, it's, it is more organic in the, in the seniors so socially 
So, yeah, so where does their social life come in? Um, I, I see them playing. I see all the boys playing together at, you know, at, at some given break. Sometimes they'll structure themselves so that they are available to go and play um, this elimination game they've got going at the school. Um, okay. it's, it's, it's not for sissies. You get out of the way. Um, so they, they do try and match Sounds up. But like I a think a lot game. of it comes on the sports fields after school. We do... Um, Finish school in time for the boys and the girls to be able to do sport with Hertzlia or any other private sports if they so choose. And because it is independently driven work, they then can go home and carry on doing school at, at home as opposed to most Torah schools where they stay till four or have classes till five or whatever. So they finish earlier and then they, they finish earlier, but they can still study at home on their own because they're equipped. So it's kind of run your school on your own time. I mean, if you haven't finished your work, you could do it later. You could Definitely. do it in the weekend. You have a simcha. You could take off school for a few days and then get back to where you were. Yes. It's not really a class that you lose out once a teacher moves no, on. No, definitely you. not. That is one of the, the um, positive Possibly. It's a very positive thing, and however would come one and say, well, that's not how life works. When you get a job, you, you have to stick to hours, and you have to come in at a certain time and leave at a certain time. You have to run your business that way. You have to, that's the way life works today. And mm-hmm. does, would that something your students may lack eventually? Definitely not. They become extremely time Sensitive. They, they're governing their own time, so they understand how to structure their own time. I think anybody that would be employing somebody that has come through a system like this um, is, is very grateful for these um, kind of individuals because they... So all employers, highly recommended. <laughs> well, it's, it seems to the social sciences that are, go, are out there that are, are doing research on these children that are coming out of these systems say that they, they make excellent university students and they make excellent... Employers. Employers. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We were just talking during the break that really is, we, we do have studies that South Africans have uh, that have gone overseas have done very well in universities as as, as CEOs mm-hmm. of companies and 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 manage with the system very well. Mm-hmm. What do you do? You are alone here in Johannesburg, Akira. You do it yourself. Where's your social social life coming to? So I go to Basiako for Kodesh. So the Kodesh is like all over the day it's not at a set time like it's not only in the morning so I go there I do my work there I socialize I am with my friends all the time I think the social life is very very important you really do need it so if you are thinking of doing a system like this on your own you need to be part of something if you if it's going to school for college if it's being part of youth groups or whatever it is the social life is very important mm. so how does it work you go to school you have college and then you have secular which you don't do and then a few hours later you have again college so you go back and forth and so uh, i don't i just i stay at school and i do my work i bring my textbooks i use the computer and i do my work there when my friends are in their secular lessons. So, Besiakov, we're, we're kind enough to let you have a working space in school for your own program. Yes. Okay, that's very uh, impressive. And wh- the first time you heard about this idea, I mean, you you don't you have no friends that have done it before. You have probably never heard of it before. And one day your parents come and they say, well, we have a great idea. It's involved going to Cape Town. So I'm sure that was the reason <laughs> for you to say yes. But except for going to Cape Town. Why, why be different than everybody else in your class? So I really chose it because um, to be independent, to um, go at your own pace. If you're struggling in a certain subject, you can struggle, plod along in that subject. And if you're good in a, another subject, you 
you um, go ma- go very ahead in that subject and you push yourself more. So it's very independent. You can go at your own pace. It's very flexible. So like you can do your work whenever you want to on the weekend, whatever, and you have time, much more opportunity because your your schedule is so flexible to do other things that a normal teenager wouldn't be able to do in a normal schooling system. But wouldn't a normal teenager wake up one day and say, I have, oh, I have 25 deadlines by the end of the week. What do I do? And I, I just didn't manage my time properly or I didn't get to it. It's very hard to, to take your private time and do work. And when you actually have the opportunity to take your school time and do and have fun. Yes. So it's, there are people monitoring you. The school in Cape Town, I've, um, my mother helps me. Um, she makes sure, why haven't you done this test? Why haven't I marked this yet? Um, the she's listening, so you got to be kind. <laughs> I could okay. be very kind. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> no, she's very good. Um, yeah. And the school in Cape Town, they monitor me, see that I'm doing everything that I'm meant to be doing. It's not like you're just on your own and you've got 25 deadlines. It's your problem. Like, <laughs> you do you make You make sure that it's done. And... Okay. Yes. And, and just, uh, we live in Johannesburg. I mean, you go to, be, you go to school, you sit with your computer and you have load shedding. Then what? You create a gap or there's always what to do in order to move on? There is, there's always what to do to move on. So a lot of the things are textbooks, so you could always go in one subject and leave the subject when there is electricity again. <laughs> okay. And then get to it when it's time. Yes. Okay. What would you tell, I'm, I just want to go back to Sheila. What would you tell parents? And I hear that from parents a lot. I'm so scared to have uh, access of internet for my kids. I mean, in two minutes they can get anywhere, even if it's blocked and I can't, I'll never be able to monitor mm. it. I don't know. Is it a risk mm. to leave, uh, work with an internet for a teenager? Yes, it is. I'm not going to shy away from that. So how do you overcome that? Um, We have very strong firewalls in our school. Um, Parents just need to um, get upskilled. And and this is going to happen no matter which product you're using or what um, platform you're on. These kids have got access to the Internet nonetheless. That's in school. And a lot of work happens at home, which I don't know how protected it is there. This is that parents need to be upskilled. A lot's happening on the phone, actually. Okay. Um, less, less on the laptops. Um, but uh, much of the product can be handled without the internet and without electricity. Uh, really? If, yes. If you've got a laptop that's charged, um, for instance, okay. with Google Drive, Fair most enough. of the stuffs on Google Drive, you you can work offline. Okay. And then that next time um, electricity comes up, or you can okay. load it up. And okay, but you a lot of this work is done out of textbooks. That's okay. uh, So I'm assuming there's not a lot of writing with a pen and pencil, and there is. There is why? Because it's a lot of textbooks. There's there really is a minimal amount on the internet. Because that was a question that came up, and I actually was speaking to an OT the other day, and she said that we know that um, writing physically mm. uh, helps to uh, um, in many areas mm. to, to the brain and things without going into that area. And she said by moving on to online schooling, we're actually taking away from the kids the actual writing and developing in that area. Or you're I, saying I that think it's not that, that writing ends at a certain... I mean, that is, is wonderful, but how many of us adults are, are still 
writing that amount. We, most of us are typing. And we're speaking about grade 10, 11, 12 here. Yeah? We're not speaking about primary school or, or junior high. Right. Um, we also, uh, most of note taking, I'm very strong with kids learning how to take notes creatively and, and not just line upon line. And all of that is done with, with a, a pen and paper. So it is uh, something that um, is used as a, as a tool uh, on a day-to-day basis. Okay. So you're here in Johannesburg. You're giving a talk tonight. Mm-hmm. What's the purpose of the talk? Who's 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 it open for? So Eleni Schattenstein invited me to speak to a few families who were interested to hear um, what we were doing in Cape Town. And, and, and it um, went viral. And it went viral. <laughs> yes, it did. That I that I'm hearing from every direction, um, and and there is a lot happening tonight um, yes. in in the city with other events. However, this is something that a lot of people are interested and and want to hear about it. Yakira, in your opinion, why are people so interested in something else? What's wrong with what we have in the system? Because not every um, child, not every teenager is like set in this um, schooling system. Need creativity, independence, all that, all that, all those things. Um, I think that's the main thing. And that's why somebody would want something else. Yes, because not you not not every teenager is fit for the schooling system. Okay, and every teenager is fit for this schooling system. I'm not saying that, not necessarily. No. So, so basically we're saying there's another alternative and everybody, everybody could really choose. Yes. Okay. A lot of students that do this find it incredibly empowering. Okay. Um, it doesn't sweat the small stuff, which teenagers are, are needing. Okay. So we, we do have to take another short break. And when we come back, I'm actually going to have your mother join us and hear from her a bit of ha- how take such a brave step. And why would you uh, be the first one in Johannesburg to do such a move? So 101.9, we will be right back. This is Soul to Soul on 101.9 High FM. 101.9 High FM, We are back for the last final part of the show. Today we are discussing uh, online schooling. I have here in studio Sheila Valentini, who is the principal of uh, high school in Cape Town, Tara High School in Cape Town. I uh, hope I pronounced it properly. And put together a program of online schooling through Nebraska High School University. And here in studio I have Yakira Katz, who's been uh, sharing with us a bit of as her experience of the first Johannesburg student um, online, I guess. And now I want to uh, refer a few questions to Yakira's mother. Because at the end of the day, going to a school system is found by your parents. Your parents have to drive such a thing. And um, first of all, good afternoon. Thank you so much for being with us. Pleasure. Lovely to be here. So what what would be the motive to actually look for something else? The truth of the matter is that way back when... Just right before you answer that, I do have to... I have done a few minutes. Any questions you want to send in to Sheila or to Yakira or to uh, Ruti? Our mom, you could please send in 0621482374. 0621482374 is the WhatsApp line. You could always call in at 0746547335. If you're in South Africa, you could send us an SMS at 34519, 34519, or email us at onair at com. Okay, you were saying, why would you look for something else? I'm a product, obviously, of the South African system, and Way back when, when Yakira was started school, I never wanted her to finish with the South African matric. But it was just a, a very Why? vague thing at the back of my head. 
I wanted her or my all my children to have an opportunity to study overseas if they want to. And I believe that if one is stuck in the South African system, it it could be harder, more difficult, not that it hasn't been done, to go to get other opportunities overseas if the child wants that. I'm not saying that the child must have that, but I, I wanted to give the the opportunity to my child. Which is a very, very valid point, I have to say, because we do live in a global world. And you may want your child one day to earn in dollars instead of rands or whatever it is that to move on. Okay. And the other thing is that personally for myself, Afrikaans was a bane in my life. And if my children don't have to do Afrikaans, that was a big motivating factor. Before we started... You're sitting by Sheila who said Afrikaans is the best. It's so close to Yiddish. <laughs> but okay, I guess it could work anyways. Okay. Yes, but, but I got, you know... But now maybe, maybe she got her okay. A for Afrikaans. I got a much, much okay. lower mark. We'll leave it at that. Okay. Um, so when Yakira first approached me to say that she, she herself did not want to do Afrikaans... We went to the schooling, the school, and they said you have to do Afrikaans if you want to get a matric. That is just you can't do anything else. That is the way it still stands today, 2017. So then, my brother lives in Cape Town, and his children are at Sheila School, and that's how I got involved with 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 the concept of of Sheila because I knew about the other things like Cambridge and this and that, and one or two people had done it, and I did a bit of investigation. And I felt that going with a system that was already established with from kids in South Africa, be it in Cape Town, was a better op- option for us. At least I had some support. I'm not in the education working environment, so I didn't want to take the the risk of becoming a, a, a my daughter's principal doing a Cambridge system where I had no support. But somehow you became more involved in her education life than if she would have been in a regular standard program. Sure, and that's what I'm actually loving about the system. Is she loving it? <laughs> I love it. Okay, so that could work. And why, why are you more involved? I, I, I'm marking some of her tests so I can see where she's struggling a little bit or where she's doing really well. I must say the English is beyond me, so <laughs> I've had to hand that over to a tutor. But I'm involved in her education more than I would have been Even my primary school children, I'm not involved in their education as I am with my high school child, and I find that extremely rewarding and extremely important because I can guide her and I can see what she's learning. Whereas in, when, when my children were in the normal school system, I had no say as to their education, and I'm her mother, and as you said rightly, I'm paying for her education. I, I feel that I want to participate in her education. And there are other things that I enc- I'm encouraging her to do because we're more flexible. So if there's a good Holocaust film, she'll go. If there's an opportunity for her to do chesed, at the moment she's doing a little camp for children who are, from kids who are at remedial schools who have been off this month. So she's got the opportunity to give in a way that her peers cannot give to the community, which I found extremely important in education. Education is not just what you learn in the books. Education is what you learn from life. And she's getting these skills more, I, I feel more in a way that's 
far surpasses anything that a book system can give. But how much impact does it have at home when a normal relationship with your daughter would be about having fun, about going, doing things, and about more home environment? And suddenly you're starting to discuss school at dinner, or you're starting to discuss school and, and in your private lifetime. It's not really so such a big impact. A micro test when we have to discuss something, we discuss it, but it's not hasn't been come to the dinner table, etc. Yes, uh, well, students, yeah, okay, <laughs> good, excellent question. But if I could just say that the system of education is not about school; it's more about a life a style of learning. Okay. So there's no better place than the dining room table to flesh out a concept that you read in the science book that day, unless. The uh, we, which we haven't tried if you have a few kids in the same uh, program and then there's a gap between two of their two of your kids abilities and bring you to the to the into the house could create some kind of conflict or conversation okay so how do we monitor that it's it's like any conversation amongst teenagers any even if they agree on a subject they're probably going to argue because that what's <laughs> make it, makes it fun but uh, how, do, how do you see it at home is it too much school at home not at all. If no. anything, I think it's strengthened my relationship with my mother. Not, it hasn't done anything to make it bad. Uh, it actually strengthened your, your relationship. So. Okay, so that, that is a very important factor. And you get to choose, so basically you get to be involved and you get to choose also what you want her to, to study. Um, I'm sure there are things that are in the South African matrix that, um, as as one uh, boy once told me, it's so hard for me to sit a whole day and learn Gemara in the morning, and then the afternoon go Romeo and Juliet to learn. And mm. and I see there is a, a place to to choose and to see. Um, and and just the thought of um, first of all, uh, I actually have two two areas I would take it, but maybe we'll start with this: putting your daughter in front of internet um, on her own on her free time. You have to have a lot of confidence, a lot of confidence, and a lot of belief in her. Is that something you would recommend for everybody? So, as Sheila mentioned, there's good and bad with everything in life, and the internet has unbelievable power and unbelievable destruction. It is something I'm very concerned about. I do have a filter at home. Obviously, filters are also man-made, so they are completely. Know, they are what they are. Uh, I do trust my daughter, and she does work in the same office as me, because I also work from home. So there is that. Okay. Uh, so her, so her I have to ask guidance. you a question: When you came yeah. first to the school to recommend such a thing, because now I've been hearing from all the schools, including the Besiakov, but I've been throughout the spectrum. Almost every uh, principal that I've spoken the last few days, uh, Besiakov, Hirschlein, Maharsha, um, Turk Academy, everybody I've been speaking to, they all said, "Yeah, we're we're familiar with the program. We know about it. We heard about it. We're in touch with Sheila. Things are happening. Kind of popular, which again came through only one person, but it became very popular before it was popular." How did how did how did you represent it to the school? And was there any fear of you being the first to her current school? Yeah. Uh, so so at school she only works. She doesn't work on the internet. There's no internet access that she has at school. Okay, but a concept of doing differently than everybody uh, else. There have been people along the way who have done different things. So she's not the first person. She's the first person in Johannesburg, as far as I know, who's using Sheila's system. Okay. And we get a Sheila like support. was very popular before. Right. And, right. But there are there are other children who are doing GDEs or have done Cambridge in the past. 
So I don't think it was an unusual request on our behalf. Okay. Yeah. Who, I, I'm going to ask this question and go around the table. Who is this program not recommended for? I can't. Everybody's quiet that. suddenly. <laughs> is there anybody that the program is not recommended for? Um, I think the only child that I feel responsible for, and, and this is the only one, was where um, the parents were not part of of the learning process. Um, and I think and that child is, is struggling in whichever system they find themselves in. So once a, par- a parent is involved and part of it, it will work. And it's an individual God. system kind of, so it, you could make it work for anybody. Definitely. Um, Have you had kids that struggled in the re- in the regular system and came to you and you saw different? Yes. So I had a child come in grade nine, um, specifically in maths. There was a, a huge gap, and um, I think he was failing. And then by the end of um, matric, he was he he qualified in the top one percent of the world in wow. maths and wow. science and English. So. Um, and that's a long individual process that he went through. Yes, he he took ownership. He okay. saw he saw what he wanted to do with his life, and and he took hold of it, and and he ran for he went for it. We gave him the tools, and he took them. I have another child who came same year, also failed in maths, um, and I managed to get him through to a decent maths, a decent matric. Uh, he then needed more matric. He needed more maths to go to the course that he wanted, which he then bought through us and continued to do that maths program while he was at Yeshiva preparing for his university entrance. I have to say that the second story is more inspiring in my eyes than a child who went to the top one percent of the world and he had good abilities and you helped him get there. But a child who actually got the want to want to do and to put his extra effort is very inspiring in my eyes. So. Anybody who wants to hear more about the program, what's uh, available tonight at Arsamech at 7.30, am I correct? Mm-hmm. That's right. Tonight, Arsamech, which was uh, started to be by Eleni's house and then was thinking of another house and then another house and now we're up to the hall. We'll see what happens by tonight. But anyways, for tonight, tonight at Arsamech 7.30, you will be giving a talk about that. Any questions, any debate, and and... Just looking forward to what we can have here in the Johannesburg community without you bringing them all to Cape Town, which is the long-term uh, <laughs> that goal, is, I guess. That is, of course, my... <laughs> I uh, must okay. add that when we first went to meet Sheila in December, I said to my husband, why don't we pack up and come move to, to Cape exactly. Town? <laughs> we'll see. Very Maybe she'll stay in Johannesburg. You never know. We have wonderful Rabonim, you know. <laughs> yeah, that go back and forth. We share them. Okay. <laughs> Okay, we 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 uh, so much more to talk, but we do have to get to the end. Uh, one last sentence from anybody. What well, what's your vision? I'll start with Sheila. What is your vision for the next uh, continuation of the school? For our school, in, in a practical sense, it's for your school, teachers. for Johannesburg, for Durban, for everything happening. <laughs> okay, I'd like to see um, teenagers empowered and to get to know themselves um, sooner than later, and to to love to have a lifestyle of the love of learning. Um, and I'd like to see educators being trained in how, how to help children achieve those goals. Wow, we didn't even touch on that, which is a major uh, subject, but we do have to end. Your last sentence? Well, my vision mm-hmm. for my children is to allow them, to give them the opportunity to develop their skills and their talents and become broad human beings and contributive to the greater society 
and I thank you for this opportunity for pleasure, Yakira. I think just do it. Just do <laughs> it's it. It's amazing. All, all your friends. You're like calling them all your friends. Just do it. <laughs> so age appropriate. <laughs> that's, that's why the teenagers are running the world. Just do it. <laughs> Stop all the talking. Just do it. Thank you so much for being with us. And please, God, I wish you lots of luck and that's luck on what you're doing. And I've been hearing lots of amazing things. And just uh, continue on and do great work. That was an interview with... Um, Sheila Valentini, Ruti Katz, Akira Katz, all discussing the uh, online schooling for high um, uh, for high school teenage kids. I'm losing my, the, the, all these inspirational stories. I guess I'm losing the ability to talk. Okay, with this, as all good shows, this show has come to an end. We will be back next Monday, 2 to 3, with Rabbi G discussing chinuch, discussing education, discussing improving ourselves, the world, our friends, society, and everything and every good thing we can do. Thank you so much for being with us. We'll be back next week.